Welcome everybody to your favorite Friday night podcast, The Paranormal Umbrella. And let me tell you, tonight we got a good one for you. It's going down so many rabbit holes. Get your tinfoil hats on, grab your snacks, get your favorite snuggle buddy, or uh, in my case, a squishmallow. And, you know, snuggle down into your blankets. You might even need a pillow for it for this one because we did have something lined up super creepy for tonight, okay? But, and I'm going to say this, and y'all, I'm not exaggerating, but for safety reasons. <laughs> uh-huh. And safety not even kidding. Not even remotely kidding. Uh, we have decided to switch topics and uh, we're going with something else. And um, it's, it uh, made us go with a, a lot. We had to do a lot of research and a small it's amount of time. Doozy. <laughs> it is a doozy. This one is a doozy because the original topic that we were we had we had for a week, and we were studying that topic for about a week. I had been studying that topic for for longer. Okay, but um, we were brushing up for about a week, and then we had safety concerns. <laughs> Um, mm-hmm. That were brought to our attention uh, late last night, and um, so we have decided to switch. And by no means am I saying this for clout or anything other, <laughs> or trying to get attention. It, it's I'm being for real. So we had switched, like we had to switch it up real quick. Like there's, there's some topics that are just tippy toe topics that you just you can't. <sighs> It's not necessarily censorship, but at the same time, like, we have to be careful for our own sakes. We have our yeah. own lives and families and things that we need to consider. So, safety Yeah, first. like, le- legit, we're not, I'm not joking. I'm not joking. It's like legit safety concerns. So, yeah. Moving on from that, our topic tonight is giants. We're doing giants. Mm-hmm. Giants of the earth. Giants world and let me tell you i was just thinking we're just gonna go on this you know jolly green giant it's gonna be great we're gonna talk about how you know the sonian is a is a big douche canoe and was just like giant you, <laughs> you know about all that we're just gonna hide them in our archives and you're just not allowed to see them so nana and boo boo but no we fell down some like gigantic some rabbit holes really big ones <laughs> really big ones which looks like because we had a limited time today to do the research we came across so much today that we're going to have to make this one a two-parter we have so, to and that we have to. There's too much. There's too much information because it's not just giants. Okay. There's so much <laughs> more that is. <laughs> she is like chomping at the bit here, guys. She's oh, got you so have no much, idea. <laughs> it's like the juicy gossip of humanity right here, y'all. Like we tapped into, you know how you play telephone with your friends and you had that can with a string tied to it, and then we went to everybody's house. I don't know. Maybe I'm too old, and I remember doing that, and nobody else does that now. But we used to play that game back in the day, okay? And if somebody cut that string, you didn't get the juicy gossip. Well, that's what the Smithsonian did to humanity. They cut that string. Now, we, now we're just we're tying it back together, y'all. We're doing some mm-hmm. knitting. We're tying it back together. So now everybody gets to get that juicy gossip about humanity one big huge part of humanity that was just kind of taken out you know we're just we just decided we're blip you don't need to know that that's not for okay consumption so, so uh, we've already got it coming <laughs> <laughs> for the record like 
I'm curious for those who are in here, what would you say is the biggest conspiracy of all? Of all mankind, of everything that you've ever heard on the planet, what would you say is the absolute biggest conspiracy? And just if you want to leave a voice comment or something, just you know, just a quick "this is what it is." I, I'm I'm really curious to hear from everyone because this is to me this is it, and I, I just want to hear what everybody has to say. So anybody who has, you know, a conspiracy theory, like we're talking grand scheme conspiracy theory, like big old conspiracies, like the mother of all conspiracies. So my, my, my mic's like super, my mic is super good. Y'all can hear the ice in my cup. You hear that? That's crazy. Uh (laughs) All right, let's play these comments here. I'm just trying to know so much about the, the, the cups with the string. But I do know about walkie talkies. <laughs> ah, see, yeah, we did I think do the You cups showed your the age there with the cups and the strings, my love. But the walkie Stop talkies, I know that. Stop calling me old. Don't put that out in the universe. I am only as <laughs> I feel, okay? And I feel rather in my late 20s, all right? So. <laughs> So stop it. Stop it. All right, stop. I'm I'm gonna remain in my late twenties forever. Forever, ever. Alright, let's hear what Kingdom Kid has to say. That they do not exist. Alright. That it's a conspiracy theory that they don't exist? I'm gonna go with that. I'm I mean Yeah. Or Okay. That okay. giants don't exist. I don't know. Um But these things, like, I don't even really know where to begin because there's so many different levels and so many different layers to the onion that, okay. Parfait. So. (laughs) I prefer parfaits. (laughs) Well played. Okay. So. Berry and yogurt parfait. I'm trying to even think. Where to begin with this? Because, okay, first of all, what would we classify as a giant? Well, a lot of people nowadays have what is called giantism, okay? And they consider it a uh, disorder um, where your body does not stop growing, Okay, and it is been it has been documented, and we're like I'm going to say we're going to share all of this. If you look above our heads, we've got that nifty little link above our heads up there that will take you to all of our social medias, every single last one of them. One of them is our Discord. If you go to that, join our Discord, you will see that we will have all of this information posted in our Discord tonight. So some of the pictures are there. They will be posted tonight after our podcast and there are pictures and uh, documentation of giantism and one of them if i if i'm remembering correctly he was almost 10 feet tall one was had almost reached 13 feet tall and their bodies never stopped growing and their the way that they ended up passing away is because their heart couldn't keep up with the strain uh, the, the heart wasn't continue. strong enough to to pump blood to their extremities and to their vital right. organs 
And that caused organ failure and, you know, circulatory problems and stuff like that. And actually, as a, right. as a young child, I, I knew somebody who had this. Um, and unfortunately, she passed away, I think, when I was about 13 or 14. But um, she wasn't even to the height that some of these other, you know, record breaking, you know, people were of, you know, nine feet, 10 feet and so on. Um, right. She was only like seven and a half, eight feet tall. And which granted, I mean, that's very, very tall. Um, but eventually her heart gave out on her. Uh, yeah. But I think that, I think that disease has something to do with the pituitary gland, doesn't it? I believe it does. I, I could be yeah. wrong. I, I don't really know the, the science behind all that, but I mean, yeah, in terms of like up until I did this, I, we started researching like, in my mind, a giant was uh, somebody who was at least double the size of a normal person. So, you know, given that the average person is between five and six feet tall, anywhere from 10 to 12 feet would be considered a giant, you know, of equal proportions. So, like, when I say that, I mean, like, there's no deformities. It's not some kind of uh, misfunction of the body, but... You know, an actually well-proportioned, well-functioning human of 10 to 12 feet. And then right. as we started digging in deeper, that number grew and grew and yeah. grew <laughs> <laughs> until and when, it was. Yeah, so really, many rabbit holes. Let's just the, say you can make a chain of islands. But I'm yeah, getting ahead of Myself. Oh, look, look here, look here. The further, <laughs> the the larger the person, okay, the larger the giant, the further down the rabbit hole, as it mm -hmm. were. The And the further down the rabbit hole we got, the more discoveries were made. And you can call them conspiracy theories if you want to. That's fine. Everybody has their own belief systems, and it's perfectly okay to do so. This is just for educational purposes. To make your Absolutely. noggin go, you know, to make you think. So with that, we're going to start at the basis here. We've got the giantism, right? So we're going to go from there. People started, if you, if you go back, which we did, we went into the Library of Congress. And back to the way back, this one went to 1886 in New York. And it was posted about in the New York Times about a giant named Cheng. And it's it's a whole big to do. It was a whole big to do, but it was back in 1886. You can still find it in the archives. We will also have that posted in in the Discord tonight. And it goes into around between 1776 all the way up until about, I think the last one when people really started, like, kind of, they started suppressing it really hardcore was about 1994, if I'm remembering it correctly, 1994, 1996. Um, it was being found and dug up in archaeolog archaeological sites of giant's bones, anywhere between around six and a half feet to, I think one was... How how tall was one of them? 
I think the tallest was like 14 feet or, you know, around that height. Yeah, 14 feet. And it was from Mexico, uh, Ohio, North Carolina, uh, New York, California, New Mexico, Texas, Arkansas, um, and the mountains. Yeah, the mounds is the biggest one that we that really let us down a majority of our rabbit holes because there was an entire tribe of First Nation people that had interactions with other First Nation people that were wiped off the planet, okay, completely, that don't exist anymore. And they predate... Most of the First Nation tribes that still exist now. Right. And I, I got to bring and, them up because I can't remember the name. So go ahead. And, go ahead. Um, yeah. Look those up while I'm talking about this. But like in terms of Amer- North America and even South America for that matter, um, explorers from all over the world. I mean, we're talking like in the era of exploration. So like Magellan, um, Marco Polo, uh, I mean, all of these major explorers that, you know, went all over the world, they just reported these crazy giants uh, ranging anywhere from nine to 15 feet tall. And, I mean, they found some down like the first one in more modern times. Awesome, was mm-hmm. uh, done by a Magellan. Was discovered by Magellan. Uh, they were in Patagonia, and they had made port for the winter, and before going down beneath South America, and when they camped there in you know they were stationed there in their boat they were waiting and this giant appeared on the shore waving at them like a crazy person and you know doing all these interesting rituals of throwing dirt on their face and you know he was all painted and covered in skins and everything and so Magellan sent one of his um his crew members to shore to basically reenact the same behavior that the giant was making to, you know, make peace with him and try to communicate with him. And when they realized that this thing wasn't going to kill the guy, uh, the rest of the people came to shore and uh, tried to communicate with him with hand signs and stuff like that. And they, they came to the conclusion that there was an entire tribe of people of these giants, um, and that he was one of the last remaining ones. And he, this giant, had thought that Magellan and the ship and everything had come from the sky. Now, first of all, I want to point out that what would make him think that something came from the sky, unless something like unless things were normally coming from the sky, you know? So, like, you don't just jump to the conclusion of, oh, did you come from the sky, even though you're, like, on the sea? So that See, that goes into the five types of giants, though. Exactly. Exactly. I'm I'm looking at myself. Go ahead. 
I know. It's so hard. <laughs> it's so hard. It's so hard not to not to keep jumping from one thing to another because they all they literally all hold hands. It's like a daisy right. chain. It's a daisy chain of information and they all explain one another and it's just it's insanity. Thank you so much, Jesse, for putting us onto this because this is your fault. I just want I blame you. <laughs> I one hundred percent blame you. We've got two comments. Let's go ahead and listen to those. Biggest conspiracy theory is that this current civilization level, like entering space travel, microchips and crap like that, is not the first time that humanity or some civilization on Earth has gotten to that level. (laughs) Society and civilization is cyclical. It gets to a certain point where there's a threshold, there's a, a limit, there's a thing that you have to cross to become beyond that and whatever that limit is nobody's crossed we it haven't yet. reached it yet so yeah Mm-mm. keep falling down society civilization collapses we go back to the stone age and it all starts all over again well from mm. written from written history like what we actually still have today in terms of historical writings uh, the mahabharata would probably be the last time that last time period that we're at this particular pinnacle of society or of technology and during that time they reported uh, nuclear wars you know uh, what do they say um, a pillar of fire that came down from the sky and lit the world up like the daylight of the sun and um, how the birds all turned white and died and the people got sick and the water was poisoned. It all explains nuclear fallout. And that took place around 5,000, no, I'm sorry, 7,000 years ago. So, there are writings about that. So I would say that's definitely up there. Um, for me, it would be the giants because yeah, we'll, we'll talk about that. <laughs> the, what, which, which earth world, which earth war would that one have been? Was that the second one or the third See, one? I would probably say that was the third one. Yeah. That was the third one. That was the last one was, was that would be, that one. As yeah. Far- I would, I mean, totally based on conjecture here, but I would say, given what I know, that would probably be the third. What the first and yeah. second one were, I, I still don't know. I haven't researched it enough. Hence why this is going to be a two-parter, because there was three Earth Wars. Okay? Three. Which we found out today, because we were like, why do these people keep mentioning Earth Wars? What does that even mean? Where does that even go? And then we find 22 books, okay, that weren't Mm -hmm. published to the public, released to the public, okay, until more recently. These Um, were found from the Dead Sea Scrolls. Yeah, from the Dead Sea Scrolls, because apparently just, you know, not just a world plague needs to happen in 2020, but let's just go ahead and information dump all over the, you know, society, all over humanity in the last, you know, two and a half years. Why not? Because, you know, we don't have anything better to do. So let's just... (laughs) 
I mean, it's, it's not like it's humanity crazy. is going through enough right now. Let's just go ahead and add more fuel to the fire. So, yeah, let's <laughs> confirm that, you know, interdimensional travel is real. Astral planning is real. We do have UFOs. That's real. Alien civilizations are real. This happened. And this is real. There be giants. <laughs> and, oh, yeah. And there's giants. Here's 22 books about them. And the Book of Enoch, you know, that one? The one in the Bible mm-hmm. that everybody's really just like, yeah, it's the Book of Enoch. It's no, it's no big deal. It's just in the Bible. If anybody's read the Bible, you know about the Book of Enoch. Yeah, that's the Book of Giants. Yeah, but yeah. you didn't know that, did you? And then you've got the, um, what is it? The I've got it right here. Um, the Book of the Patron Saints, I believe. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think that. Is that what it is? It's, of course, I'm like in the chapters now, so I can't just like see the title. But so this book is. Guys, there's chapters. There's chapters. Mm -hmm. Yeah. 22 books. And chapter books. These are chapter books. So you're going to have to be at least high school reading level. (laughs) (laughs) This is like, this is going to cut. This is going to reach off the page. And so for lack we of a better term, about, it's going to bitch slap you. This is going to be a pimp we were slap right to the head. Fairy Sorry, tales and stuff. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. It's way beyond. This is like Marvel superhero stuff. Yeah. Like I kid you not. So like, did you know that Moses was considered a giant? I haven't gotten that far into it yet. I've only uh-huh. been, I only, I'm only in like chapter one. <laughs> guess, guess how big Moses is or how big, how big these books big say was, Moses is. Yeah. Tell me how big does this book say Moses is? 15 feet tall. What is not? Now, in that addition gives to a that. a whole new meaning to stone tablets. Right. In Rain. addition to that. Moses got in a battle with a guy named Og. And guess how big Og was? How big was Og? I don't know. But. <laughs> Look, hey, that's not fair. You can't do that to me. Look here. To give, a, to give a scale of size here, because I don't have the actual height. Uh-huh. The scale of size here, if Moses was 15 feet tall and he had to jump 10 feet high in the air to reach Og's Achilles tendon, how, how tall would he be? Uh-huh. I just, yeah. no, so I'm not mad right 50, now. Right? Me either. He's already 15 feet tall. He jumps an additional 10 feet in the air to reach the Achilles tendon of this giant. That puts this guy, I don't know, over 100 feet. That's furniture. Are you reading this in the Book of Giants, like the Book of Enoch, the one that we, we found today? Uh, this is in, It's not in the Book of Giants. It is in the Book of the, the Patriarchs. Oh yeah, that one. Okay. Look, yeah. there's so many books, guys. We're gonna provide we're gonna provide the links like we always do. We're gonna provide you with the links that we found all of this stuff in. And um seeing as we're going a little ahead of ourselves here, I'm going we totally to are. refer we totally are. I'm gonna refer back to what I was talking about to the First Nation tribe. Yes. That was a tribe of giants. 
And they were found in Ohio, in the Ohio Valley. Okay. And they were called the Allegway and the Allegheian. I think I'm saying this uh, properly, mountains. And they are both named after them. The Allegheian Mountains and the Allegheian River are both named after them. And at one point, it was the Allegway who considered it as part of their home, which is now in Athens County, Ohio. And, yeah. And there's lore. There's lore about them in the local tribes, how they fought this tribe of, of giant First Nation people who were here before the Bering Strait happened, now, before, all of, before all of the peoples crossed to, North, to what is today North America. So now, I don't know if I was pronouncing that correctly, but I hope I am. Real quick, do you know why they were fighting? Um, uh, no, it really doesn't give you like a, a, why they were fighting each other kind of a thing, but it tells you that they were found. Let's see. It says there are three, maybe four accounts of giant skeletons being pulled out of mounds in Athens County. And the skeletons include skulls with sloping foreheads, a protruding brow ridge, a massive jaw, and thick skull walls. And he says, in in essence, these are Cro-Magnon skulls along the lines of what he says have been found around Stonehenge in Europe. And even, according to Zimmerman, at the gates of Damascus. Oh, wow. wow. Interesting. Yeah, Accounts of giant skeletons being pulled from and earthworks can be found in numerous county histories and 19th century newspaper archives throughout Ohio. These accounts often include tales of giant tools and weapons being discovered with the skulls, which are said to be able to fit over a normal human head. The skulls also have sometimes been reported to have double rows of teeth. Now, the double rows of teeth and like six fingers and all of that, they were – so talking about giants, we're going to get into the Nephilim here. And these double rows of teeth, the six fingers on each hand, all of those tie back to uh, these giants, these mighty men of renown, as uh, Genesis 6 says – and they I don't really know how to explain it. They were there were different families of them. Um like for instance Goliath from the you know biblical story David and Goliath. Goliath was part of the Anakim family, and anybody from that Anakim family had double rows of teeth and six fingers and you know six toes, and they were around twelve feet tall. But in terms of like in the in North America, um, my assumption would be so I assume that giants were all over the earth at this point because you've got how many accounts in in the US? I mean, I know of 600 accounts just in like Europe. Europe. 
Oh, it goes it goes to I think uh, Zimmer Zimmerman says it goes into the thousands. Um, I wouldn't doubt that one bit. Yeah, he says it goes into the thousands, and he said most of the time, um, of course, they re-reported to the leading archaeological museum. And which museum is that, everybody? Which museum is that, class? (laughs) The Smithsonian. Smithsonian. And they would report it to the Smithsonian, Smithsonian, blah, 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 blah. I know how to speak, I do. And they would come out, they would send a team out of archaeologists and scientists and they would set up their little tents and they would do their little dig and then they would take the skeletons back to the Smithsonian and then they would go that never happened I don't know what you're talking about it's a hoax mm-hmm. and there, there's been an active done, done. manipulation of history uh, to erase these giants from all of mankind's recollection and it's just it's wrong now real quick we got four comments should we go ahead and listen oh my to those? goodness yeah Five might comments. as well <laughs> all right <laughs> yes it is related to the pituitary gland and the excess secretion of growth hormone nice oh, there you go. okay there we go all right i was right yay <laughs> Now, hearing all this and hearing about, like, the height and everything, right? Let's Mm. say Moses is this tall, okay? 15 feet. And let's say the guy that he fought was that tall. I'm just thinking about what the hell were they laying on to go to sleep? That's (laughs) all I'm worried about. Because from my knowledge, correct me if I'm wrong, the biggest bed that I know of it's a California king, unless you get one custom made. <laughs> what Tina the hell would they lay and want to go to sleep? What mountains? <laughs> I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna answer this one here. What would they lay and to go to sleep? Yo, so I'll be thinking about this for the rest of the night. Funny you <laughs> should ask question. that. We have because an because we do. We do. Uh, Og's bed, there was actually a translation issue here because it talks about Og's bed being like 15 cubits. All right. Now, a cubit is 18 inches. So, 18 inches times 15 is 270. Um, oh, wait. I'm sorry. Divided by 12. 22. 22 and a half feet. Okay. Um, so, it in this translation, it said that Og's bed was 22 and a half feet long or tall. Now, that's a giant freaking bed, except for the fact that they got the translation wrong and that the word for bed was actually the word for crib. That means that this infant's crib was 22 feet long. So. What? Wait, 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 wait. So he slept in a crib? Uh, when he was a baby, and he was in, like li- rested in his crib, this crib was 22 feet long. What? His actual bed would have been probably hundreds of feet long. Or long. What? Mm-hmm. No. 
you you think it's ridiculous. And when you first hear that, we're talking there. Okay, I'm starting to get ahead of myself again. We're talking about giants that can reach anywhere from several hundred feet, like 450 feet tall, on up even taller. So that's a lot. You you would wonder how something like that could even survive. And because of, you know, gravity, uh, just a sheer amount of gravity on something that large would pull your organs down. It would like suffocate you. So I guess back then in this time period, um, the atmosphere had a different buoyancy and there's a lot of scientific stuff regarding that. And there was a lot more oxygen, which made everything grow bigger, uh, including people, which is where we get the giants from. But in this time period, there were dragonflies that were three feet long. I mean, the, there were sloths that were 12 feet tall. There were uh, birds that were 30-foot wingspan and so on. Like, it just goes on and on because of that higher oxygenation or that higher oxygen level. And because of the density of the gravity then, uh, everything grew bigger. And in those days, there were really, really, really big giants. Okay. Okay. I don't want to be that big. I mean, am I aggravated with being short sometimes? Yes. Yes, I am. Am I aggravated that in order to reach the top shelf in my spice cabinet, I have to grab a chair? Yes. Or vertically challenged? I am vertically challenged. I am fun size. <laughs> I do have to climb on the counter. I do. <laughs> I am small. Let's get through these other comments here. That that would put Og at like almost four hundred feet tall. See, there you go. Look at look at Jesse Mathen. There, there you go. go. Uh, Jesse Mathen. The average taller giants were around four hundred and fifty feet, but there are reports of giants. Tall enough that if you if they were to walk from landmass to landmass, continent to continent, they would not go underwater. They on the ocean, like the deepest parts of the ocean, came up to their like chests and their shoulders. That's how tall they were. Yeah, and those were the first types of the five types of giants because there are five types of giants. By the way, exactly. You know, I, I, I said that earlier, but there are five. And these giant, these first giants, you could almost consider them the titans. Greek mythology mm-hmm. would call them the titans. These are the ones that spawned Zeus and Hades and Ares and all of these guys. Right. But they were like, okay, but the, the giants that were like, that were like the gods, Okay, like Zeus and and Ares and Aphrodite and all of them. Okay, we're going to use the the Greek pantheon here. Um, They were the third types of giants. And then the fourth and fifth type of giants that, and this is how it it was explained, were considered demigods or... 
heightened humans because they were ranging between 7 to 12 feet tall. Um, the most, the fourth type of giants, that the, the tallest they would be was 15 feet. But they wouldn't go higher than that. That's about, and the, it's, they are considered to be our ancestors, the humans right. archetype, basically, the ones that were the fifth type of giants were the between like 12 Moses. and 15 feet. Yeah. Like Moses were between 12 and 15 feet tall. And they are actually depicted in a lot of Egyptian, um, right. Art. And they're on the walls of pyramids and Sumerian all sorts. artwork as well. Yeah, and Sumer yeah, Sumerian artwork as well. And they can they're said and I'm getting ahead of myself here. I can't I can't go any further. I gotta stop. I gotta stop myself. <laughs> okay, like I gotta stop. Because they're, it's so freaking interesting. It's so interesting. One of the biggest things is baked my noodle I wanna get to like so bad. Like it's so bad. Because it, it involves one of my boys here, you know from our cryptid daddy barbecue and i just gotta <laughs> i want to talk about it but i can't because we're kind of leading up to it so hurry up and get to it okay, okay. I gotta so say the thing. i brought the i i brought this theory up earlier off of the podcast and everything but so okay you've got these oh and by the way um just a little tidbit the Quran says that describes Adam, you know, the first man, as being 90 feet tall. So just keep that in mind. Now, when you've got these antediluvian or pre flood people who are all really tall, and then all of a sudden these wars start happening, basically the clash of the titans, these wars of these titans um, came about on the surface of the world, um, humankind supposedly fled and escaped underground. And yes. they, they escaped in caves, which then yes. ended up in Eden. Now, this is, we're talking the Garden of Eden, which also, if you go back and listen to our other podcasts on the inner earth, Eden was located at the center of the world, in the middle of the earth, and basically indicating that the earth is hollow. And so, when in these wars, these ancient wars that took place, when mankind left the caves and came back to the surface, everything, the whole surface topography was totally changed. Mountains were changed. Um, like literally the sky had changed, the atmosphere, uh, the, ox the amount of oxygen in the air had changed. And there was new islands, new landscapes, new everything. Everything was there. Right. It was all, it this was was all a, new. This was a post-apocalyptic environment. And For them. these Right. These 15-foot giants came out of the earth and started repopulating the earth. And more because giants. of... Right. They were giants. And because of the changes to the atmosphere and the oxygen levels and everything people started getting smaller and smaller and smaller to where we are today. And 
I'm wondering if the people that stayed behind in the inner earth were the giants that the father and son who who mistakenly ventured into the inner earth via the Arctic Ocean. Um, and again, referencing a previous our previous podcast on inner earth, those that father and son came across these giants. And these giants, uh, their written language was based on ancient Sanskrit, which was the, um, the I believe, from ancient India. And it was a mixture of Sanskrit and cuneiform, which, again, Sumerians. So... They, it's almost like they stayed behind and created their own culture, which theoretically still exists to this day in inner earth. And those giants still exist. And some say that giants still exist on the surface too. Which is, leads me to think, and I know it's crazy, but I'm just follow the, ADHD brain train that I'm on here, the which leads crumbs. me to think the, 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 the breadcrumbs here, and I, I'm making a big jump here, but I'm sure everybody can follow along with me. You know how the government's like, no, you're not allowed to go there. You can't go on expeditions. You can't, you can't uh-huh. voyage to the beyond. You're not allowed off limits. Antarctica's no, no. off limits. Arctic off Ocean's off limits. That's wonder why. why. I think that's why. I think that's why it's off limits because because of the the inner earth people because of the giants that are still living in in that cave. I know it sounds crazy, y'all. I know, I know it, it does. It, it just it sounds like a fantastical world. It totally doesn't even sound real. But here like we are. You're, like, like you're not allowed to touch to it. This. Yeah. I mean, and it's not—it's got- not our—it's not just our government that says that you're not allowed to go there. It's like everybody's government's just like it's a unanimous vote. Right. No, like unanimously, everybody said no. All of the governments came together in like the early 1900s, I think, and yeah. basically said these areas are off limits unless you are part of the scientific community, in which case you get this tiny little corner. This little dot right here, that's where you're allowed to go. And that, and that tiny little corner is in the upper, like the northeastern corner of Antarctica, just like below um, Australia. Like if you follow yep. Australia down to Antarctica, it's there. Yep, that Everywhere else right there. Is off limits, can't go. I think that's why. A lot of people say it's because of aliens, but if they're as as advanced as they were then, and they've only had so much time to continue to advance, I mean, it would Mm -hmm. explain the whole alien life form thing, right? Because, you know, that's how people are going to explain things. It's alien to them, so that's how they're going to put it. They're aliens, but they're not really aliens. They're just us from, like... 7,000 some odd years ago. And here's the thing. Here's the thing. This is, it's another thing that's baking my noodle. Okay. And just go along with me on this train of thought mm-hmm. because it's wild. It's wild. It's out there. So they had the whole war thing, right? And there was three of them. There are three wars. Mm-hmm. The last one was 7,000 years ago. Okay. Right. And the, the whole world changed for them. And they just decided, you know what, screw the surface level. We're going to stay underground and we're going to stay in inner earth, which we spoke about for like three weeks. Oh, I think I know where you're going with this. Mm, Yeah. <laughs> Go ahead. 
<laughs> okay. <laughs> so like, so like, what if, so like, what if they're all like chilling down there? Right. And I don't know. I'm, I'm, I'm assuming I shared the video, but there's a video here recently. I think it was in 2021 that China found yet another sinkhole. Mm-hmm. It's another sinkhole and it's over 450 feet down. Yeah. And it's got right. cedar trees, cedar trees, cedar trees. Right. China. Cedar trees. Now, Here's a, here's what a quick question. Here's here's what I was thinking of. Okay, go ahead. Finish what you're going to say. I know. Sorry. Look, I know I'm making all sorts of nonsense right now, but these cedar trees don't grow in China, y'all. They grow over here. Okay? Right. They grow here. They grow over on this side. And they're over there in China in this 450 foot down, like, freaking... In this sinkhole. See, and see it's here's like, where I thought you were going to go with that. My melon is... Uh, no, I was going to keep... Go, girl, go. Oh. Just go because uh, you're like validating what I'm thinking here. And I just feel like we're sharing the brain cell today, you know, <laughs> sweet. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I feel so like we're sharing I was the thinking, brain cell. <laughs> so you, you brought up a good point about the, the sinkhole and everything. And I'm thinking, okay, so in this great war where all the people went down to, you know, the inner earth and eventually came back out to the surface. What if when they came back out to the surface, that is the origin of like the Hopi first nation creation stories and stuff of where well, yeah. he came from, because yes, this is maybe exactly where it was going to go. Yeah, they That's were exactly going where it was going to go because look, have you heard about the caves? Okay, so they made the discovery. Okay, and this was a couple of years back. There's these caves with the cave paintings. It's a whole tribe of people that lived in this um, city in the side of these canyons. I can't remember the place. It's it's not Grand Canyon, but it's near the Grand Canyon. It's not near the Grand Canyon. Where is it? I think it's in Texas. Uh, there, there was a civilization that they found in the Grand Canyon in 1904, 1901, something like that. I think so. But it was in the desert, okay? And they they made an entire, like, city and homes and stuff in, in these canyons, in the side of these canyons, right? And Oh, I know when, what you're talking about. Yeah. Yes, thank you. Okay, so when they were asked about it, when this tribe was asked about it, and it became this whole archaeological, it's protected now. You can't go in there or anything. You can see it. You can walk through it and stuff, but you can't go in them. Exactly. But in the paintings and everything, in the cave paintings, and the tribe itself, when they were talking to them, the, they were told the that they were taught. Yes, they were told that they were taught how to build this by the giant ant people and who where did the giant ant people come from they came from the inner earth we were talking about mm-hmm. the giant ant people and they came from the inner earth and they came out of the inner earth around the same time that these giants came out at the end of the third earth war right so this, so this is what's baking my noodle, dude. My noggin is like completely fried. <laughs> and here's another thing. And I have been holding on to this piece of information for the last four to five minutes. And it has been eating my gut alive. Because I got to tell y'all. Because this well, is what. Girl. Oh, so at the end <laughs> of the third Earth War, okay, this one just fried me. Like I went, no. No. And it made me see this guy in a whole nother light. Okay. So they had this, the, the big war, right? 
and there were the giants and they were clashing with the demigods and they were all like, oh, I'm going to kill you and I'm going to take you out. And, and they did. Right. And the ones that were of the five uh, giants, like three out of the five were like good ones. They were like in tune with mother nature and stuff. Right. They were like uh-huh. trying to build up human uh, the humans and humanity and make sure that they succeed and yada, yada, all that good stuff. Right. They were love and light and all that wonderfulness, you know, live, laugh, love giants. Right. And they were like, okay, so we're going to return the earth. We're going to, we're going to hand the earth over to humanity, to the next generation of this. Right. And they were so in tune with mother nature that they became mountains petrified Mm -hmm. they became mountains and islands and stuff which you we're going to post those pictures too of where you know you can see them like tafiti okay there are actually some pictures stuff there's some pictures of like mountainsides that actually look like humans like with muscle tissue and stuff like that from it's it's all it's all rock it's all stone these i mean it looks like muscle tissue yeah, it's utterly – it's incredible, okay, especially with these stories that go along with it, this lore that goes along with it, right? So here's another incredible piece of it. So in order to continue to help humanity and protect the giants that went into hiding, you know, into – that said, you know what, screw surface level, I'm going to stay in inner earth. And in order to protect those – Okay, I'm using my drink to freaking talk. Let me set it down. Hold on. Okay, in order to protect the the um, caves and stuff, the cave systems that take you to inner earth, they gave it a guardian, called it an earth guardian, to protect the cave systems and the entrances to inner earth. Guess who it is? You will never guess. He's like a freaking superhero. <laughs> guess who it is? I am like, oh my God. It's Bigfoot, y'all. Bigfoot. Uh-huh. He's, apparently Bigfoot's been around for millennia and he's like the earth guardian and that's why he's like he protects humanity and stuff that's why he's still here his, his little race and stuff is still here and he's all in nature and stuff because he's in tune with nature and whatever right and he doesn't like makes hurt a lot of sense humans, actually right he doesn't hurt humans but how he like roars and he'll like throw things at you and make you like detour you and be like no don't come over here go away no, like I literally am not allowed to hurt you, but I need you to leave the premises immediately. Right? That's his job. Like that's what he's supposed to do. So like that's what the Bigfoot race is. And that's what he's been doing since like the end of the third earth war. He's been protecting and guarding like all of these like entrances. To inner earth and keeping the the giants and the other like human races that decided to go into inner earth with these said giant races, he's protecting them and guarding them. What? Right. Right. What? It, it's so it's all my so mind blowing. Like you can't. It's it's almost hard to fathom. Like it, it literally like Sasquatch, y'all. Like Sasquatch, Bigfoot. The big hairy guy who's catching trout and salmon with the bears, chilling, going up and down the Appalachian Mountains. It's just kind of like, yeah, yo, I'm just, you know, grr, be afraid of me. I'm but really, I'm just like, <laughs> I'm just protecting I'm gonna, all y'all from yourselves. 
I'm going to guard this entrance and you do you. But if you come over here, I'm going to make you scared. Well, I can't believe it. Like that baked my noggin. When I heard that, I was like, well, hold on a second. Really? And this is coming from like oral traditions. Okay. This is an oral tradition, an oral story that's been passed down from generation to generation to generation. And it was a grandfather who was telling his grandson this oral tradition, this oral story from his tribe of people from Mexico. Yeah. About the the five different types of giants and the two that were evil who wanted to take over Earth. They were cannibalistic. And that they the tribes came together with the the um three other tribes of giants and decided that they had to take those two other tribes of giants, the evil tribes of giants, out in order to save uh-huh. humanity. Because they were they were eating humans everyone. faster than they could reproduce. Yeah, like everyone. So, like not not just humans, but giants too. But they were eating everyone faster than they could reproduce. So it was like they were so evil. They were considered to be so evil in nature, all the way down to their bone marrow, that they would suck the life out of things around them. Like the nature, like flowers, plants, trees, all of it would just like die around them as they were Mm -hmm. walking. That's how evil this tribe of giants was. So they they had to take them out. And that's one of the wars, one of the earth wars that happened was taking out one of these tribes of evil giants. Now, some of these tools and weapons that these giants wielded, um, you can actually find in museums. Like, I'm looking right now at a sword that... I kid you not. This thing. Let me let me find the exact length of this sword because uh, is that the samurai sword, the one that looks like a samurai yes. sword? Yes, that thing is it's ginormous. Called, it's called the Noromitsu Odachi, and it is three hundred and seventy-seven centimeters in length. Um, now. It also weighs 14 kilograms. Now, I don't know the conversion of that to pounds and inches and feet. But, I mean, looking at this sword, it's, I would say, around seven to eight feet long. And they estimate that to be able to wield this sword properly as a traditional samurai would wield a sword, the person would have to be between 30 and 36 feet tall. They have also, right? They've also found um, rock quarry, or I'm sorry, uh, copper quarries, where copper mining took place. And in these copper mines, they found uh, sledgehammers. Now, just to put it in perspective, the sledgehammers that we use today on the heavy end are around 10 pounds. And that's that's difficult to wield unless like you're a professional mason that just uses a sledgehammer all day. Like that's what you do. And <clears throat> that is about the size of a standard brick. The sledgehammers that they found were the size of a cinder block and weighed 64 pounds. 
Now, the handle that went on these sledgehammers were they they estimate that based on the size of the head of the of this hand this sledge the handle would have to be nine feet long and to be able to wield something of that size the person would have to be 25 feet tall or taller and there they found literally hundreds of these sledgehammers in this copper mine and what they've uncovered so far is nine out of like 22 kilometers worth of of this mine which based on back then that's like that's a huge undertaking so something of which we only now have today with modern machinery doing it completely by hand tools you can forget about it unless you're a giant so. Oh, yeah. No, there's entire cities. And I need to bring it up, but I'll probably bring it up in the continuation of this podcast. Um, there is an entire city where there are granite stone blocks that are so yeah. large and so long that they cannot weigh them with modern machinery, cannot lift them with modern machinery. And... Mm-hmm. People are laughing, like, in the scientific community at archaeologists who are trying to explain how this this city was built. Because they're saying, oh, it was built with logs and, and pulled with horses and yada yada. And they're like, we can't even lift these things with cranes, much right. less right. using some logs to roll them over mountainous terrain to get it here. And they are fitted and molded and crafted so precisely that you cannot fit a piece of paper between each stone or a razor blade between each stone. That's how well put together they are. But they're so large that there's no way to properly lift them and weigh them. Any stone that's there. And I can't remember the name of the city, but um, I know I have it in our research. I'm going to have to bring it up in the next, uh, the next part of this podcast. But and was around... It Anti- was it Antioch? No, Did it's it, a different me- one. Okay. Um, but it's, there are mounds around this one that were, ra- that were found uh, in a couple miles radius. And I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to let you all know, even in the mounds of Ohio... Um, when they were digging in and doing the archaeological finds in these mounds, um, once they dug far enough down in the mounds, they found giant skeleton or a giant skeleton at the bottom of each mound. And it was hundreds of years between each layer, right? Okay, so you know how... Yes, thank you. You know how each, um, you got like a family tomb, right? And inside the family tomb, there's, you're going to bury generations of family members in this tomb. Well, think of that as a mound, 
Okay. There would be generations of people buried in this mound, and that's in each layer of said mound. And they're buried with their sacred objects to this person. What made them sacred is buried with this, this person. It, whether it be jewelry or um, weapons or things they used in their everyday life that spoke to how they lived or their career choice. Like finding out that they're a warrior or a queen or a king or a mason. They were buried with their tools of trade, right? Right. So it would go through each layer in these mounds. And so they're going carefully through each layer, digging it up, categorizing everything, putting everything in a box, moving it on, going to the next layer. So they would get oh, to the bottom so layer. It really is. It's so tedious. It takes years, I know this years from experience. to do it properly. <laughs> it really is. And then you get to the absolute bottom layer. And lo and behold, there's a giant skeleton, which is about 14 feet tall. And surrounding this giant skeleton, and it's it's weird that I can't really accurately describe it, but she's she's laying it's female, laying in the tomb, right? And then the feet of ten other skeletons are pointed towards her and circling her, buried almost like a her. fan, she's, like a fan, like, yeah, like like a fan. She was a queen. A giantess queen. She was fourteen feet or fifteen feet tall, and yep. then she was. She had was it ten other females that were buried around her? I don't remember if they were male or female, but there were I definitely ten other yeah. humans of normal size all buried. You know, yeah, buried. Yeah, buried around her with their feet pointing towards her and coming out, their heads pointed in the other direction. But that was at the bottom of this mound. Now, a lot of mounds that have been dug up and made into archaeological sites have found giant bones in them, giant peoples. And what happens when... (laughs) Here comes the Smithsonian. Uh, uh, I'm going to take this here from you. I'm going to take this from you. Yeah, we're going to do we're going to do more testing on this and uh, we're going to publish a paper and we'll get back to you. And then that never happened. It was a hoax. How the giant, I, do you know how many I came across of pictures dating all the way back to like, I think it was, uh, yeah, the mid 1800s. And it was pictures and diagrams and first-hand retellings, or not retellings, first-hand, you know, tellings and then retellings in so many different publications of people who have found these on their farmland or in the mounds or wherever. And they were in the Smithsonian. (laughs) To... to, to explain it, like these people weren't looking for giants. They weren't treasure no. hunters. They weren't archaeological mm-hmm. people trying to make a name for themselves. These were like farmers and yeah. you know, working their land, and they just came across digging wells, right? Digging like out their fields, and they would just stumble across these these skeletons. Like these things were all over the place. Yeah, it's like oh oh, that's a foot. That's a giant foot. I was just trying to get me some water. And there's right? a giant foot. That's literally what happened. These two brothers mm-hmm. were digging a well. 
for their farm and got down far enough and they thought they had hit stone and it was a giant foot. And here comes the Smithsonian. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh-huh. Yep. You know, we'll take care of this for you. It's no big deal. And then later on, after the Sm- Smithsonian came and gone, they said, oh, it was a hoax. It was a hoax, guys. Right? It wasn't actually, oh. that wasn't a thing. That wasn't a thing. That Get didn't this. actually happen. So, in, I believe this was somewhere on the West Coast. It was either like Washington or California or Oregon, somewhere out there. Uh, they found a skeleton, right? The skeleton was nine feet tall, which now that we talk about it, doesn't even seem that tall. But they found the skeleton. And, you know, the people who found it, they were standing next to it in a giant, it was, they had it standing up in a giant coffin. And, the two people who had found it were standing next to it, and they had actually given it to the archaeological societies and, you know, let the anthropologists research it and everything. And there was extensive research done on this, on this body, on this giant. And then uh, they, they all claimed it was legit. It was authentic. It, this was a giant. And then the Smithsonian was like, let us research it. Let us take it. So they took it. And then they were just like, they waited 13 years until people were like, uh, so what, what's the consensus here? What, what's, what's your answer? What did you find? And they're like, oh, yeah. So it was literally just gelatin. They, this is a hoax, and they made the body out of gelatin. The, I kid you not. This was their explanation to this. Never mind the no. fact that that archaeologists, um, anthropologists had researched this extensively and proven it to be true. But then after 13 years of the Smithsonian having it, they're just like, nah, it was just gelatin and some animal bones. No. No. Oh my goodness. Okay. We've got comments that we haven't listened to yet. We need to listen to these comments. (laughs) (laughs) All right. We went on such a little tangent. That wasn't even a tangent. We went on an adventure. (laughs) We were like, we're taking the ring. We're going to Mordor. Forget the side (laughs) quest. Let's go. We didn't now, even okay. stop to get the bread. Let's go. Let's play the comments. We'll play them all, and then we'll talk about them. That sounds good. I'll try to with not talk. I'll try really hard. <laughs> I just thought of another one. I know their feet was funky if they that tall. <laughs> I know their feet. Oh, because there's no shoes unless they made them. But I know it was hot. I know there had to be times when it was hot. <laughs> <laughs> Ooh, I know they feel funky. Child. You can smell oh, that from miles away. Oh my god, I love you, Tito. I love you. Also, forewarning, um, I may or may not have had candy, so if I say anything that does oh. not make sense. Oh, I oh I see how it is. You know why. <laughs> I see how it is. <laughs> She can have candy. I'm not How long did you say the dragonflies were? Three feet. Three. Three feet. Could that also include all insects Uh being bigger Uh than they are now? Like Mm. spiders? Mm -hmm. 
Yeah. Dragonflies, yeah. spiders, ants, um, mosquitoes, unfortunately. The, the praying mantis one is the one that really got me. Because, I mean, look, nah, I can't do it. Giant praying mantis people, they're people. They're sentient right? beings. They ha- they're conscious the, and they're people. But they're giant the praying mantis. Pre- Year or days were not a good time to be alive if you were normal human size. That that would have been a scary time. Like literally everything. I'm right. I'm right there with you, Tina girl. Because I cannot do. I cannot do <laughs> giant bugs, giant praying mantises. No tanks. Uh-uh. No. Uh. Uh-uh. Uh. No, no thanks. No, 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 no. Mm-mm. There could be an entrance in Antarctica because I hear I saw this video. I don't remember when. I don't even remember what what a YouTube channel it was or anything. Opry. But they were talking about how there was patrols that would go through one of the Arctic research bases. They go to a certain mm-hmm. region, and there'd be people that were like military that are like screwed up because they were fighting something, and they were just like PTSD shaken up about. It. They're not going to talk about it. You're not allowed to talk about this. You're not allowed to go in this region. If you go in this region you're pretty much on your own and people that don't go through without you know this very specific escort don't come back sounds Dude, about right look operation Ar- jump bird yeah look i'm telling you all the the mystical creatures antarctica Mm-hmm. All the deadly creatures they put on freaking Australia and all the mystical creatures they put in Antarctica. That's my theory and I'm sticking to it. <laughs> Antarctica has got a lot of uh, interesting information that we need to uncover. I mean, the bloop. It's, it's coming to light. Yes, the bloop. The That's, bloop is in, yeah. is around Antarctica and it, it hangs out around the waters in Antarctica up there. The yeah. bloop does. Between Patagonia so. and Antarctica. Mm-hmm. We keep talking. You said no talking. You said know, no talking that we were going <laughs> to... Look, break your own rule. These giants are so big, maybe the biblical flood was just they did a belly flap in the ocean and the water just got everywhere. For real. <laughs> <laughs> look, they said, some people said, theorize that it, the, the flood, the biblical flood, is supposedly took out half the giants. That's what they say. But... I mm, I don't know. I don't know. I'm kind of iffy on that one because some of these mofos were like, they could go swimming in the ocean and it didn't even go up to their chin hairs. So I'm not, right? I can't see it. I can't see it. I can't see it. Yeah. Yeah. They'd just be floating, no. waiting for it to go down. So I think if I anything, mm-hmm. they tripped and fell and the, the sheer weight of their bodies like would, First of all, shake the entire planet. But Earthquakes. second, right? Like of biblical proportions. Yeah. But like, yeah. They, that weight alone would kill them just because of the sheer mass. I mean, duh, I, uh, yeah. Like big animals that fall from small distances, don't they don't handle that well. Anyway, sorry, breaking rules. Breaking? Smash them? If you play the game Grounded, that's how it was like to live back then. Everything's big and scary, and you're you're itty-bitty. Exactly. (laughs) 
No, thank you. Okay, let me let me give some context for my spider one. Just a couple of days ago, I was like fixing up my bed and I noticed that Toto's, Toto is my dog for those who do not know, his favorite toy, his little ducky, fell behind my bed. So when I went and got it, I noticed something huge. And it was a big, uh-oh, big spider. When I tell you that thing was big, I mean, you can see the fur on it and you can see the hump on it. You can see his ass. Hump? I'm sorry for that my That sounds mind. like a tarantula. Uh, 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 audio guy, I am so sorry. You got to bleep that. But that thing was huge, <laughs> all right? I need you to understand that thing was big. So you mean to tell me, look me in my eye, actually not look at me, be in my ear hole and tell me that if we was back there, that thing would have been bigger? Spider booty. I would have to burn the house down. Wow. I was about to burn the house down that day. Ooh, I, kill it with fire. Ooh, I can't do spiders. Nope, nope. Kill, I can do a snake. Kill it with fire. Too much spider they, booty. They have actually found the remains of spiders um, that were like, with the arms stretched out and everything, were five feet. So stop, so, stop right now. Yeah. Stop right there. No more. They're gone. Mm-mm. They're gone. They're gone. They're gone. Oh, they don't I'm, exist anymore. Yeah, I'm sure they are. But my brain pan will not say that when I'm having <laughs> nightmares. My brain pan will tell me they are still alive and then I will have nightmares. It's called arachnophobia for a reason. Okay. I it's be irrational fear. Oh, sorry. Go ahead. Yeah. Yeah. I can be friends with snakes, but I cannot do spiders. I, I refuse. Mm-hmm. That's mm-hmm. where I draw the mm-hmm. line. Nope. Mm-hmm. Exactly. You mean to tell me them things were bigger? No. <laughs> I up grounded because I was playing that, and then there, I heard a noise, and I looked behind me, and there was this goddamn freaking SUV on stilts of a spider coming at me, you know, full-on Kong <laughs> Monster Island bamboo forest scene. <laughs> <laughs> All right, now we're good. Okay, that's it. We're done. No more spider talk. No All more right. spider talk. Spider talk. You know, that kind of spider sounds like a wolf spider, and I'm about to make your nightmares more intense. That's not hair, sweetie. Those are thousands of little <gasps> spider babies holding onto their mama. <gasps> you are evil. You are an evil. That's villainous. Villainous. That is villainous. That is straight up villainous. Villainy. Villainy is taking place right now. That is a murder. Homicide. No. No. No, no. 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 Look here. We're not going to be talking about ancient giants. Freaking spiders carrying thousands of babies on his spider booty. Not happening. Nope. I draw the line. I'm drawing the line right so, now. So can we get can we talk for a second about footprints? Because there are footprints from what I've seen all over the world, from India to South Africa, like to Europe, all over that are huge. I mean, we're talking like four foot tall foot impressions sunk into granite stone. Well, one of them was six. One was six feet. Well, there you go. Six feet. Six foot long. It was a six now, foot long footprint in granite. And, and these things, I mean, these things are on the top of mountains. They're on like 
in beaches. They're, like, they're on beaches, sunk into the stone. Like, and these are not natural formations. There's absolutely no possible way these are natural formations. These are straight nah, up. It's got toes. It's got toes. You can count. The, you can count the piggies. How many yep. piggies went to market? We're about to find out because it's right here in granite. For and the rest of like, eternity. <laughs> you can actually go visit these. Like, there is nothing keeping you from actually going and seeing these with your own two eyeballs. That's that, right. I mean, that these things, like, there, okay, so there is actually a foot to height ratio. I learned this today. There is actually a foot to height ratio that the, the body uh, works off of. And given this, a four foot long footprint would mean that the person attached to these feet had to have been at least 27 feet tall. So, so I, mean, I mean, these are giants, giants. like giant giants. See, I would be all right with meeting like the first three out of the five. <laughs> because apparently they're like real cool and stuff mm-hmm. filled with all the magical stardust and they just want to be friends and they want to teach me all the goodness and stuff. And I'd be all right with that. But like the other two, if I were to come across a 27 foot evil cannibalistic giant, okay. Carrying a copper spear and a dagger that they used for food, by the way, just to like eat with like, like Mm -hmm. a dirk. Okay. That was the size of my my butte. Okay. My yeah. five foot three self. And He's, he was just like we would that be was the eyeballing fake knife each of other. The time. Look, that would be like, no man. I would that would be the moment where I would be calling the swamp people. Have you seen that show Swamp People? I would be calling swamp people and be like, hey, look, you know that Bigfoot call that you got? I'm gonna need it like right now <laughs> because I need Bigfoot to come over here and start throwing boulders. Because I need to get <laughs> out of here. That's what did you know that's why a Bigfoot throws boulders? Oh, what, that's to, one of the to keep him. That's how he fought. Yeah. No, that's how he fought in the third Earth War. Look, y'all, I ain't never going to shut up about how Bigfoot <laughs> is the guardian of the peoples. Okay, I'm, now that I know this, now that you know I what? have I'm this... Me too. Now that I got this kernel, this grain of folklore, it is forever, ever, forever, ever, I'm going to have it. It's Bigfoot is the man. Bigfoot is my superhero now. He is one of my superheroes. Like... Because he was like, that's how he fought. He threw boulders in the war. Like, the the smaller and giants would have throw you ever, boulders and stones with him. Have you ever wondered, like, seeing some of those, like, national sites where there's just literally a boulder, just a huge boulder, just sit, sitting on top of something. Like, clearly that didn't got just... There. Right, that didn't just happen. Like that—that like, that yeah. thing was either put there, like, oh, I don't need this anymore. Let me set this down, or it was yeah. thrown. Either way, whoever was carrying it was big. And there's a yeah. lot of them. That's a nice boulder. Did you make that boulder? That's a nice boulder. Yeah. It's crazy. I'd be, I'd be donkey. <laughs> That would be me. That would be me trying to save my little human ass. 
See, is that your my boulder? Worry. That's a nice boulder. <laughs> my worry, if I was living during the time of the Titans, I don't care if I was 15 feet tall. If I was living during the time of the Titans, I'd be afraid I'd just get simply get stepped on without even them knowing. Dude, but they, the tight look, supposedly they were the good guys. They were the nice ones. They were like super aware of themselves. Right. You know, it was the cannibalistic ones that you had to look out for. Those were the those were the guys that were just like they didn't care if they squashed you or not. Right. It was the uh, that's another thing that like baked my noodle was that the one the larger they were, the nicer they were. The cooler, the chill they were. They were. It was like they just knew, you know. It's like they it's, just knew. This is the universe. This is how everything works. This is how we roll. And then the smaller you got, it was like Napoleon. They had Napoleon syndrome. That's what that was. I'm too. Oh small. yeah. I'm mad about it. I'm mad that I'm not as big as a Titan. I'm too small. I mean, I'm a giant, but at the same time, I'm too small as a giant. Now I'm going to have to enforce, enforce my authority over everything that is smaller <laughs> than me. And I'm going to have to bully it because I'm mad. That's that Napoleon syndrome right there. He was just short man syndrome. Mm-hmm. That's what that was. Now, in oh, terms of the theory, small- sticking to it. In terms of the smaller giants, I got to bring this one up because this one I find really interesting. This is the remains of a giant that was found in Egypt. Now, this was brought forth in 1988. It was dug up uh, by a grave robber. And this grave robber basically was like, dude, I found this finger. Um, I, I'm getting it tested because this stuff is gnarly. Like it was a mummified finger. Okay. Now this finger, which if I was to guess was either a middle finger or an index finger, regardless, it was 15 inches long. The finger was 15 inches long. A finger... A finger. I'm looking at the picture right now. I will post these links in uh, in the Discord as well. But yeah, this is. I mean, bone attached. This thing has had X-rays done to it. Um, they've got one of the. I mean, I'm guessing it's a Egyptian dinar or whatever currency they use there. But it, it looks like a an Egyptian dollar next to it, and from the tip of the fingernail to the first knuckle is about the size of this dollar, like the length of this dollar. That's how big this thing is. I mean, this thing is bigger than a turkey leg. So now the person who got the, who bought this, um, paid $300 to this grave robber to, to take it. And when they took it, guess what happened? Just take a guess. They disappeared. The grave robber disappeared, or the the person the, the person who bought the who bought the finger vanished. Uh-huh. Uh huh. Just right out. Just bloop. just poof. Like we're sorry, you can't have that, and um, yeah, we're gonna need to remove you as well. So yeah. Okay then. And I'm looking at this picture right now. This thing. It's gnarly looking. Like, I, I'll be sharing this for sure, but it's nuts. 
Like I believe it. The sheer amount of information that we have found is just mind blowing. Oh, and you were talking about the the different uh, giants, mm-hmm. like the five different giants. We forgot to mention that one of them was considered. They were like the giants from the Nordic myths, the the Jotuns. Oh yeah, the fr- the, the frost giants. Right, these blue giants, the blue-skinned giants that mm-hmm. uh, allegedly had healing powers. And during one of the, or I don't know if one or all of these, these three great wars of early humanity, um, these giants, they were like Switzerland. They were like, no, nope, we're not going to fight. But we'll heal those, the good ones, you know, who get injured. So they were, they yeah. were considered like the healers and yep. they did have a, a few, a select few really badass warriors that like were there to protect their own civilization, but they weren't by any means like warrior, a warrior people. They weren't a race of warriors. They were a nope. race. Of- so, Really cool. Um, yeah. In terms of different cultures that actually talked about giants, you've got the Nordic myths of the Jotuns. You've got Scandinavia um, talking about the first men of creation being as big as giants. I'm sorry, big as mountains. My bad. Mm-hmm. Um, you've got the Germanic myths. Um, talking about these giants, you've got um, the Goths um, talking about the surviving fathered race of giants. You've got the Celtic legends of Gargantua, the Irish, the Irish legends of the Fomorians, um, the British legends of Gog, Magog, Albion, the giant god. Um, You've got the Greek legends, you've got Sicilian legends, African legends. It literally goes on. Babylonian. Uh, so many. So many. The Apocrypha, like the Indian records, uh, China, Tibet, like it, the list literally goes on and on across Lots every of giants. civilization across the globe. Yep. So many so, giants. I anybody who says that giants are not real or we're not real, I'll listen. Believe what you want to believe, but there's so much evidence out there. Just look for it and keep an open mind because this stuff is like it's everywhere. You just have to look and literally a couple hours of research. We have we have too much. We have a treasure trove. Like yeah. we could make we're already a half hour past the time limit on our podcast. Yeah. And <laughs> like we just keep going because there is literally that much information. It can go on and on. And we've barely scratched the tip of the iceberg on this yeah. topic. Yeah. I love how you uh you you blended two sayings there. That was great. <laughs> I love hey. that. You're so you're so excited. It's so funny. Glass, when I get excited. Glass houses I'm, sink ships. It's true. <laughs> it's so funny because when I get so excited, I get like I get like a rabid two-year-old, okay, that's had entirely too much icy. And I'm just like 
all over the place. I can't even finish sentences. That's how excited That's I get. That's how I when feel. You, when you get excited, you're still very much in control, but you blend sayings <laughs> together. You blend them together. <laughs> it's like you can't figure out which one you want to use, so you just use both. I'm just going to exactly. use both of them because that's how big it is. It's so magnanimous. I have to put both of them together because that's the only way it's going to cover this. <laughs> it's true, though. I can't help it. It's, it's adorable. It's adorable. Okay, I think we should listen to these comments because we've got way more comments. And then okay, we should listen. probably shut it down for the night. <laughs> If we must. We can pick this up next Friday. It's not like we can't do another one next Friday. Lisi. Lisi. I know. <laughs> All right. Let's listen to these comments. All right. What do we got? What do we got? Right now, Kelly. You're lying. You're lying. You're doing this just to scare me. And I don't know what I did to you. I don't know if I took the last chicken nugget from your plate. I probably did, to be honest. And I'm sorry. You're lying. You're lying. You got to be. You got to be. You got to be. Ain't no way. Five feet. Five feet. Ooh, I, oh. Five feet. Mm-hmm. I'm sorry. I really need to talk to somebody about getting some kind of rocket and going to Pluto because I can't. <laughs> They're not around <laughs> anymore, I promise. <laughs> At least on the outside of the Earth, on the surface world. They're not there. I can't speak to the inside. I'm telling you, we're going to have to get this girl therapy. For real. She's going to need us. So sorry, Tina. <laughs> you, you just got to burn down the house at that point. Game over. Game over, man. <laughs> I made Tina's fire. spider story worse when I said that it's possible that that wasn't the dead body of the spider, <gasps> but it's molt and it just got bigger. Jesse! Uh, you know what? That, that's honestly probably the, the realest psycho possibility of that. Yeah. The evil. Okay, can 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 we can we ban Healing Moon? Can we ban her? <laughs> can we ban her? Okay, we for, for context, the spider was already dead. Okay, because my dad has some pet friendly bug spray that he sprays the house with um, every other weekend just to make sure nothing crawls in because he knows me and my mother will burn the house down with everyone in it if y'all don't get out quick enough. Okay. <laughs> All right. So hopefully them things are dead. But if they're not, healing moon, healing moon. I ain't, ain't going to get sleep. I'm, 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 I'm not going to get sleep. Jesse, you might as well go ahead and get some coffee or, or, or Red Bull or something in your system because you're not going to sleep either. If I can't sleep, you can't sleep either. Oh, I'm scared. <laughs> Oh my God, I feel so bad. Well, I'm not evil or villainous, but I mean, I'm just listing a fact. Next time you come across something like that, be careful how you kill it because those babies run. Listen here. I, Listen I can attest here, to that. Linda. Listen, I, Linda. <laughs> I want to tell my story so bad. I won't. Look. We gotta, look. I don't want to no. give, give Tina no. any more complexes and for no. time's sake. Look here. Look here. I know that Healing Moon is just sharing the facts. And I appreciate her sharing the facts. And I hope I'm using the correct pronouns. But I, I understand that they are sharing the facts. And I appreciate facts. We all here appreciate facts. But sometimes... 
sometimes there are things that we don't need to know. <laughs> I didn't need to. I could go the rest of my life not knowing that. The rest of my life. Rest of it. Didn't need it. Speaking of footprints, I don't know if it was a dream I had as a kid or if I, it was oh, a <laughs> news thing that was on the thing that my brain just kind of absorbed because I was a kid not paying attention to the TV. But there was a thing where they had discovered a fossilized footprint of like a modern boot, like a cowboy boot shaping. We got the weird looking triangle in the heel part, but it was fossilized and it dated back to like caveman times, but it was a modern style boot. See, that's crazy. Time travel. Oopart. Out of place artifact. Time traveling. <laughs> Time travel. That's hey. a whole nother podcast. <laughs> oh, yeah. oh, yeah. And, and I'm pretty sure we're going to be talking about that. We probably will at some point. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It'll be a thing. I've never been so disrespected in all my life <laughs> until Healing Moon said that about the spider. <laughs> And that's saying a lot because sometimes I have been told by certain people I ain't gonna say no names because he's in his call and he knows who I am talking about. Says I have a slight addiction to Animal Crossing. Okay, and I thought that was the most disrespectful thing I ever heard. No, then Healing Moon said this about the babies on the mother of this wolf spider. I hope both sides of your pillows is warm. I hope you lose your favorite spoon, Moon. I hope you lose your favorite spoon, okay? Because I ain't do nothing to you. <laughs> Poor Healing Moon. She's just trying to share the facts. We may not like the facts, but they're still facts. <laughs> She's just trying to educate us. <laughs> <laughs> the bigger the nicer so it's it's, it's like dog logic the the big yeah. giant fluffy monster dogs are always the most chill yeah. relaxed dude kind of just big doofuses yeah. and then the tiny little dogs are always the demons incarnate <laughs> it's true it's true though that's exactly what happened with the the giants the yeah. the, the largest giant has golden retriever energy yep yep that's it's a vibe hey. And then you got the the smaller the giant, the more Chihuahua it is. <laughs> with the Napoleon complex, yeah, with the Napoleon complex, it's just mad and ain't a golden retriever. I'm just saying. <laughs> <laughs> Can't believe I'm comparing giants to dogs. That's amazing. I love this. I love it. Uh uh uh. Nope. Nope. We are not. Kellick, you're not going to go ahead and say that could be an accurate possibility. Nope, because <laughs> that thing was dead. It was dead. It was dead. It was dead. It was already dead. It was dead. I, 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 no, don't do it. Don't you agree with Jesse? Don't do it. <laughs> All right. Fine. It was the, the full, complete body, not the husk. Uh-huh. Evil. Whatever you feel. Evil. Evil. <laughs> All right, no, look, y'all. No, no. We'll continue on. And, like, we have so, so much to talk about. Like, so much I, to talk about. I could literally talk for the next three hours about this. I kid you not. We like, I got my tabs. I got my windows open. I, I'm ready to, ready to go. Like, you she is know. ready. Ready, ready to go. I had some open too, but it didn't matter I, because my brain I, latched onto that 
golden kernel of truth. I have 18 links open right now. 18. Dude, I had had a little nugget. I had a little nugget that just, it just, everything else in my brain went, we don't need this and just shoved it right out of my ear hole. And it said, we just need to hug this. This is what we need to hug. Bigfoot. Meanwhile, I'm like, <laughs> all the giant information, nom, nom, nom. I need it all. <laughs> we met all the giant stuff <laughs> while I'm over here in the corner drinking my slushy, going, Bigfoot's a hero. <laughs> Isn't he awesome? Like, look at this awesome guy. He is amazing. Bigfoot. And you're like, giant. <laughs> And can I tell you that after this podcast, I'm probably going to sit here and like continue to read this book of the patriarchs because, okay, for book of patriarchs aside, um, there is called a book of wars against Jehovah. And that thing. Okay. I got to, let's see here. I got to chapter four. All right. I got to chapter four and started going, okay, this doesn't sound like a, um, like a, a history book. This sounds like science fiction and like, like for real, for real. Okay. Just to kind of, let me see if I could find it here. I, I, I've, quoted a couple of phrases here. Oh, here we go. Uh, This is a quote from this book. And all the kingdoms of Atmospheria were established and officered. Okay? Kingdoms of Atmosphere. Oh, yeah. Oh, and the other part of that, and all the people in these heavens became organic as soon as passing the Esian Age, which... Heck, if I know what an Essian age is, I'm going to be looking that up. I don't know either, and we're just going to have to like delve into these books in the next the next podcast because, like I said, there's 22 of them. But it's crazy with these wars because, like I said, we didn't know about these wars until today. And then, of course, Kellick and her ultimate chase for knowledge she can just leave it at oh okay there's wars okay there's wars she was like no i can't find anything on these wars sooth i need your help, help. Me find and, it. and i was like yeah okay cool so i looked it up and i was like here you go and i just started feeding her links right my bad i will never <laughs> do that again i will never do it again and look it's because now i have too much <laughs> I have too. I have too much. I'm too like much the water knowledge. balloon about to burst. Yeah, and I got too much over here. And when I have too much, as you guys have witnessed, I don't know where to start or where to shut up. So now I'm just like, but <laughs> these books are crazy because there's like they were seven different, like you know, have the seven different nations. Anyway, so there's seven different like things that were broke or eleven. It was seven first, and then it broke down into eleven, and then all eleven come together fit every fifty years. And then it was, and then they're assigned, then they're like sub-assigned for like every 50, 30, 20, 40, and 50 years okay, yeah. to come together. And 
it's it's weird because of the way that they they name the lands and the way that they name the realms or the lord the lordum as they put it and right. it's it's freaking nuts because there's a there's seven different lords who lord over 11 different lordums and they all come together every 50 years to talk about rules that have to be established for each lordum for and, like the mortal men to like all yeah. of it to govern the mortal men it's wild y'all it's wild it's completely it, crazy and and there's so many chapters to each book and there's 22 books and they all started with the the earth wars and it just goes from there and it's nuts but we're not going into it right now kelly uh, what i want i want not now i'm not doing it we're gonna but, listen to but, the last three of the no Nope. Don't make me get my rolled up newspaper because I'll do it. All right. We've already, we're we're going to listen to these last three comments and then we're going to stop. Fine. Mm-hmm. Might even give me y'all a dad joke for that. Nope. Yeah. Just 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 click the solo <laughs> link and and follow follow our twitters and 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 the social medias. I, I'm going to bed. I'm actually yeah. no. I'm not going to bed. I'm going to call Jesse. I I need moral support. He's probably going to laugh at. Me. <laughs> what Tina said. Bigfoot, the guardian of humanity. Bigfoot for president. <laughs> Bigfoot 2024. Absolutely. He is my vote for him. Follow the podcast, Twitter, and and the Tic Tacs, and and Instagrams, and the Facebooks, please. Please. I I, I don't even want to. I don't. I'm I'm done. I'm spooked. I got the heebie-jeebies. I got my dog sitting over here looking at me like I'm crazy. I'm looking all over my room, making sure I don't see any heebie-jeebies and 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 little tiny mother freakers. I ain't gonna curse again. Crawling on my wall. <sighs> you need a companion pet spider. One day y'all hear that me and Toto have gone missing. And I, there's a possibility that um, there I went to the moon, and you see that my switch is gone, and that all the nuggies possibly made is gone. Know yeah. that I went to Pluto. With <laughs> she's got, she's reached her breaking point. She has reached her breaking point. It had nothing to do with the rake, not the rake, right? Team not rake. the Skinwalker. Okay, not the Wendigo. Okay, not that. <laughs> None of those things. None of those things, Broker. It was the five-foot-long spider that broke. <laughs> we all have our weaknesses. <laughs> That's the Spiders one, Broker. That's the Broker. That has what finally sent Tina to Pluto was the spider. That's what did well, it, ladies and gentlemen. You know, that right there. I, I know who can get you to Pluto. The atmospheric. The atmosphere, yeah, those guys. Look, we're gonna I mean, put, like hey. I said, we're gonna be posting all these links so that you guys can read them yourselves, like we do after every podcast. If you're not already a part of our Discord, you see that lovely link above our head? Click at the link. Click at the link. Because above it, it takes you to all of the social medias, all the things. We got the Twits, we got the Tic Tacs, we got the Facebooks, we've got Discord, we've got Spotify, iHeartRadio, and 
in the next couple of days, we are also going to have a Twitch where you get to see us play all the spoopy games, including Bigfoot, Phasmophobia, The Backrooms, and uh, The Mortuary's Assistant. You're going to see us do all of those spoopy things on our Twitch account that we're going to have in the next few days. That's going to be coming up. That's going to be a thing. So yeah, like I said, click the link above our heads. Do the follow. Do the thing. If you're not already there, what are you doing? You're a hex gun. Or square. <laughs> One of those things. I don't know. Pick, Touch pick your a shape. Touch your any shape. You can do that. Pick any shape you want. I, That's the shape you are. Tetrahedron. Yeah, I mean, of course you are. <laughs> it's complicated. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. That's, <laughs> well, that's how I roll. <laughs> that's Yeah, that's exactly how you oh. roll. As complicated as it can be. <laughs> Two more comments, oh, yeah. and then we're... <laughs> we gotta call it. That's fair. The, the spider sending her to Pluto. That's that's fair. That of all the other things, they they stay over there. But spiders, they don't respect borders. Uh, uh, neither does the rake. True. The rake doesn't <laughs> respect borders either. A five foot mate. spider? Fuck that. Mm-mm. A small spider is one thing. Even <laughs> ones that have like thousands of babies on her back because she is a good mama. But a five foot spider? Mm-mm. You know, I wonder. The only way I could live in a world full of five foot spiders is if I made one of them like submissive to me where it took me places. But that is it. See, even Healing Moon agrees with you, Tina, that it it can't... Nah, she draws the line at at there, too. Or or they draw the line. I'm sorry. I hope I'm using the correct pronouns. The Shalobe. Don't... You know, from from Lord of the Rings? The giant Lord of the Rings spider demon? Yeah. Didn't like her either. No, no, no. You don't get to be spooked by no five foot spider. You stay down here with five foot spiders, your warm pillow, and your missing favorite spoon, healing moon. I'm done. (laughs) So much anger. Look, one of these days, they're going to find a common ground. We bring people together, okay? We do. And <laughs> and I am fully convinced that Healing Moon and Tina will find a common ground where they can come together and equally hate something. <laughs> and they will both go to Pluto together. I I'm sure it will happen. I I see it coming. It's going to it's going to be a thing. It will happen. It will. Last comment. <laughs> Y'all are killing me, Smalls. You're killing me. Last comment for the night. Domesticating those giant spiders would be like the Silk Strider in, in uh, Morrowind. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Those things were cool. Those things were cool. I still don't like spiders, though. Oh, come on, guys. Y'all are killing me. <laughs> Think about it like this, though. Who, the, who would fuck with you if That's you true. walk down the street with the pet spider? People walk their dogs. That's normal, right? Some people manage to train their cats to walk down the street, too, in a, on a leash. Yeah. But a five-foot spider? Boo. Let me yeah. tell me, you bro. that. Yep. <laughs> Come at me, You bro. could go walking any time of the day, anywhere, and nobody's going to mess with you with a five-foot spider. It's true. It would be scary spider privileges. 
Mm-hmm. That's what that would be. That would be a thing. <laughs> that would be a thing. All right, y'all. Thank you so much for joining us tonight. It's been awesome. For listening. It has been awesome for the There Be Giants podcast. This is the first part. There will be a second part next Friday. So remember to uh, set it on the calendar, set a watch or a timer or something. I don't know. Do the thing. Schedule it. I, I you know do the thing that normal people do for the paranormal umbrella next Friday for the continuation of their big giants. And don't forget to catch us next Eastern standard time. Yeah, that thing. And don't forget to catch us on Wednesday night for our next cryptid. And I already know what it's going to be. So I'm going to let you know, it's going to be the Dybbuk. The Dybbuk is what we're going to be talking about next Wednesday night. So catch us on Paranatural Cryptid Preservation Society as we present the Dybbuk, y'all. So once again, thank you so much for being here with us tonight. Don't forget to check under your bed, grab the salt, make a circle, and grab the person that you love to snuggle and snuggle down and and have a great night, y'all. If you don't have someone to snuggle, get yourself a, a Squishmallow. I have two. Wonderful. I love them. They take up great space on my bed. So, yeah. Anyway, thanks so much. Have a wonderful night. And uh, enjoy the spoops. Take care.